0: Eddie! We should be out there! Snacking on bad gosh! I
1: am a predator! I need to be free! You have got to get control of your aggression, or you will get hauled off into Area 51. You live in my body. You live by my rules, I'm sorry! I don't know what came over me. Please, let me fix it. So I can break it again.
0: You are a loser. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this very exciting inaugural episode of Into the Spider Cast. I am Ruby, your Spider-Man expert, extraordinaire. Hello. I am joined today by my lovely coworker and <laughs> excellent uh world-renowned purveyor of the Grift, Grift himself. Please, hello, how are you? Introduce yourself
1: uh i think the only introduction for this show is that i know very little about uh comics or uh superheroes or cape shit but it's It's good to make fun of it's i I will (laughs) i will always i'm always down for a time to like rip on these things but honestly this is not one you'd want to rip on because it's
0: yeah it's great i'm I'm this was this was a great time itself seriously it was a it was a lot better than I expected it to be which was which was which was surprising um we are we're talking about Venom Venom let there be carnage today uh tangentially related to Spider-Man but I wanted an excuse to make something immediate uh, an episode about something immediately relevant so it counts and actually it counts more than it might have otherwise but that's like that's for the breakdown I'll talk about that later we're gonna quickly, I wanna ask, did you see the first one, the first Venom when it came out? I did not
1: see it when it came out, but I actually watched it right before I saw the second one.
0: What did you think of it?
1: Uh I actually liked the second one better. Oh um, yeah. That's easy. Yeah, <laughs> like what really set the second one apart for me was the uh, dialogue and the like the relationship between uh, him and Venom mm-hmm. like that dynamic and the the odd couple and all of the, the, the humor and the it was all, like there's a, there's a lot of like slapstick like uh, like romantic like quasi romantic mm-hmm. partner like slapstick mm-hmm. domestic humor.
0: In this, oh yeah, actually, the uh the original title or subtitle for this was "Love Pulls Us Apart." Yes. Apparently, <laughs> so that's
1: so <laughs> ridiculous. I mean, "Let yeah. There Be Carnage" is an absolutely ridiculous, like I don't know what you call it, like the it, like like the suffix. I guess, yeah, like the subtitle. Like, yeah, yeah, the the subtitle of the
0: of the um, absurd from the, the movie. And I love yeah. that he says <laughs> it. I love that Carnage actually says it in the movie, which was. <laughs> very it's so self-aware I really love that about this one like the first one was somewhat aware of itself but it was it was made under kind of weird circumstances the um the director of Zombieland Ruben Fleischer I'm pretty sure he directed the first one and it was very much Sony trying to figure out a way to like make money off of Spider-Man while they couldn't use Spider-Man because the first one came out after the whole deal with them and Marvel to share the character um, and they decided to use Venom because Venom's easily sp- like one of if not the most popular Spider-Man character outside of Spider-Man so they're like yeah let's start our own universe of bullshit with this character and it did surprisingly well which is what led to this because by the time the second Spider-Man solo movie came out far from home the deal was done And Sony was walking away from the table and they basically, they Marvel caved on several of Sony's requests in order to keep Spider-Man, which eventually led to this, this whole movie, the marketing leading up to it also very much felt like an excuse to push on Marvel on and stuff, but the, it's like, it's all in service of the end credit scene, which is what's getting the most talk right now out of this movie. Um,
1: yeah the what i i saw this in theaters Mm. the other day Mm. and during like when people realized what was going on in the end credit scene like i i was relatively toward the front of the theater i just heard like the enormous cheering coming from Mm. the back and i'm like wait is that part of the movie sound system is (laughs) is there uh are we in aurora right now like what's 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 going on
0: Um, same people lost their fucking minds they went absolutely insane for that shit
1: and I mean, it's it's the Marvel uh, soy bug man in mm-hmm. its natural state.
0: Exactly. You know. Yeah. I I um, reverted to full soy <laughs> brain when it was happening. Like to be completely honest, I was very excited. <laughs> but it's people got up, dude. Some guy like leapt out of his seat. Like I saw his legs come up in like the <laughs> like the shadow of what was going on or whatever. I saw him. I was like, dude, dude he, okay, he was down, he, he was
1: possessed by the Holy Spirit. And in, it like involuntarily like uh, jolted upright when his <laughs> when his favorite franchises uh, and IP properties announce their multiverse crossover.
0: Hell yeah, it's fucking. I I feel it honestly. I let myself get excited for these things. I wouldn't, I wouldn't like break my legs for it. But you know, <laughs> I'll um. We'll go over the specifics of it when we get there. I'm gonna we're gonna go through a quick run through of the plot. Um, and just kind of discuss our favorite parts of it from start to finish. And to kind of round out the point on the first movie, th- this one kind of picks up right from where the first one ends, which is kind of important. The first one leaves Eddie's life in like shambles. It's like he he causes all of his own problems in the first one and which kind of sets the stage for this one. Did, in in the first one, I one thing that I'll note that I'm really glad they changed was Woody Harrelson's hair. In the first one, he had a clown wig on, basically, like a Ronald McDonald <laughs> wig for, for fucking Cletus, which was hilarious. But he's, I, he's I a lot loved more his
1: performance looking. in this It was one. awesome. Like, Both oh of them God. were he, you,
0: really good together.
1: You could tell he was having such a good time. And apparently he signed on without reading the script. So he was That's just awesome. like, he's just going to fucking wing it, just bring us all to the, um, like... I, I the 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 um, couple dynamic with him and mm-hmm. uh, what was it uh, sh- Shriek Shriek yeah right like yeah that was it, it it was it was really great having the the Bonnie and Clyde of uh, like uh, yeah I thought that was awesome. Villains. I thought that was really yeah. cute
0: yeah it's yeah. like uh, that that's what the whole movie's built on it starts with a flashback for Cletus which sets the stage for the whole movie around his relationship with Shriek. Uh, Fran. What's her name? Frances Barrison, I think. Francis- she um she <laughs> Sounds is like a, like
1: a Victorian. Uh, yeah, aristocrat. very much so.
0: She's Francis um Barrison. In the in the comics, she's also a symbiote with her screaming ability. Which mm. in a shriek, she shrieks. Very original. But that's comics. Uh, in the first movie, fun fact: I'm gonna flex all the stupid little things I noticed. One of the symbiotes in the first movie. Is the symbiote she gets in the comics because it's all bright yellow and black? It's it's only in it for like a few scenes, but anyway, that's just a little fun fact. Ha ha. Um, so <laughs> she and him met in like a kind of like troubled kids home. I thought it was an orphanage until Cletus explains in the movie that he was sent there by his dad. Honestly, uh, honestly,
1: pretty pretty based position as far as uh, like state services for children.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, like, honestly. Like this- <laughs>
1: depiction of that because it's like yo like she's just getting dragged out of there by cops yeah
0: (laughs) and the whole place is a fucking disgusting mess it's 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 rancid it's it's really giving you the this kid's a serial killer because he was abused whole thing which they also make fun of because cletus makes fun of that multiple times in the movie which was this whole movie does not take itself seriously which i think does it a lot of favors because oh, uh, The, the, fir- the first one was like, the first one was trying to be funny, but also trying to take itself seriously, which really killed it. I also rewatched the first one right before watching this. You can cut the first half hour out. I do not care before he gets Venom. And I think they knew that because Venom was also very silly in the first one. They really ramped that up in this one. Um, but everyone's everyone's pretty hammy. Honestly, the first like the first sequence in this movie feels like it's taking itself kind of seriously because it's a pretty like downer kind of setting. This run down kids home where the kids beat the shit out of Cletus and the staff are obviously abusive. And like like you said, Shriek gets dragged out by cops because of her powers or whatever. And then she gets shot by one of them. Um, And from there, we we see she's like thrown in the Marvel Arkham Asylum. Uh, in a special cell to like neg- uh, like deal with her powers um, yeah she
1: she leveled up on asylums that she was put in first first yeah. it was like the <laughs> vaguely tr- like troubled kid abusive home and then it's the, yeah their equivalent of arc of asylum she, yeah she straight leveled to up
0: padded cells with fucking armed guards and insane scientist people i really thought that scientist lady was going to be more important but oh the one
1: the one they the the camera kept focusing on and she yeah yeah, she was a yeah she was like really
0: abusive to uh shriek or whatever but nobody has any there's no time for anybody in this movie that's not like a main character they there's no time shriek barely has any time devoted to her in that whole beginning sequence they don't tell you really anything she's just there at the home when cletus gets there and then she's in the uh in the asylum for him to break her out later
1: uh, honestly, like I, I really like those choices because it just reminds yeah. me of of a post that went viral. I'm I'm sure you saw it too about someone like getting like righteously angry about the fact that uh, the uh the the second Venom like isn't two and a half hours. Yeah, and it's like yo, I like I will take the it, it, like hour forty five even like that feels no, relatively absolutely. tight tight for like a like a, a you know cape shit feature.
0: No, for <laughs> sure. Especially it's nowadays, like it's, it has restraint which is nice like it had an objective which was give like fans of these characters the first big screen appearance of carnage and make it fun and that's it and then set up the future which it did very quickly a lot of these movies are too fucking long now they're too long back when fucking Endgame came out and they made that shit over three hours i wanted to kill myself that movie has so much filler in it because they were like whoa we can make it three hours might as well. And it's not, it's not necessary. You don't need to do that. Endgame
1: was like a clip show. Um, yeah.
0: I've, endgame was like a special case, but it still felt like too much to be honest oh, like oh
1: my god yeah there's no reason for any of these movies to be three hours long unless no. it is unless it's the snyder cut and then <laughs> and then <laughs> then four hours is justified yes
0: god that fucking god don't get me started on that i'll go on a tangent <laughs> jesus christ
1: um i i but, still
0: regularly make zach snyder's jokes about everything i want to see zach snyder's version of fucking everything
1: oh they're great yeah like the, just the the release the whatever cut joke like it's mm-hmm. it's evergreen yeah mm-hmm. so i so i assume when i inevitably put it on merch someone's going to claim that i that i uh, permanently ruined the joke forever it's, it, it's, there's it's no dying. better way to kill a joke yeah but, you know, I, that, you, that's you that's my purpose that. that's my purpose on the internet is to kill mm-hmm. jokes <laughs> it's to put the final nail in the coffin when it when it gets the griff shop collection the the meme is over. It's it's, uh, it's, a, it's a good way. It's a
0: good way to really to really kill things. Like when we get bored of them, just put them on a shirt and they'll stop. Yeah, <laughs> get our us, fill please. of it. Nobody else. Yeah, give give us your trash. <laughs> After this intro sequence, before the title drop, we then we get to the to the good part of the whole movie, which is picking up with Eddie and Venom in their little in their super expensive San Francisco apartment. That it still doesn't make any sense how he can afford this when he's supposedly broke and irrelevant after the first movie, but who cares? They're in the apartment and they're 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 gay. They're gay lovers. Yeah. Yeah. And it's uh, so good (laughs) percent. It's
1: like, and it's like, I, I, the, the I mean just to, to go back to the to the first one, like the one thing that really made this this stand out was the relationship between um Eddie and Venom. Mm-hmm. Because like in the first one, yeah, they like you said like the, the first half an hour you could completely cut it out. It was just him doing like the base journalist Eddie Brock is yeah, fucking himbo journalist. The breaking the real story. Media. Fucking yeah. dumb. He, he's, he's he was a vice reporter.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was getting paid to go do like like heroin in Afghanistan it's like yo, literally we're 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 in the shit here <laughs> like uh, but yeah but it, and this one's focused more on his relationship with venom like yeah that
0: mm-hmm. that
1: set it apart and it was it was so good like just the all of the scenes in the apartment and the the dialogue and it and it just and it had genuine like heart to it too yeah
0: it, it did which I I I find hilarious because, like, I mentioned it must be really interesting to film because Tom Hardy has a headset that he so he hears all of the all of the Venom dialogue that he records. He hears it in real time and can react to it in real time. Um, And I (laughs) that because he plays both characters, which I think is really funny that he has to ham up his love for himself. Um, and it, it's like, it, a, it's,
1: like a ventrilo- it, it's like a ventriloquist show.
0: Literally. A it, yeah, it is. Yeah. It, it has that kind of vibe. All all the scenes where it's just him and Venom feel kind of like that. And they're really, they're really good. I, it's like you said, it has, it has heart. Like it feels real. Their whole relationship feels real and it's really cute. It's, it's really interesting <laughs> to see that angle taken because Venom has two kind of sides to his character depending on what he's in and how he's written he's either a horror character like leaning on the like his eldritch appearance and like his towering stature over spider-man or he's a joke character like he is in this which i much prefer that i don't think any live action movie could work with like a serious venom at all It just it's too it's too much i don't and like comic book movies don't are never gonna work for horror like marvel also knows this that's (laughs) the the second doctor strange was gonna be a horror movie the director for that talked about it for months and then kevin feige was like it's not it's not a horror movie stop calling him that and then they fired him they it doesn't work they're not gonna let it work
1: Uh, one one thing they touched on several times and made sure to remind you was that Venom h- himself is like a reject from wherever yeah. whatever alien civilization he came from. Like yeah, he's, both he's as much of a loser as they're yeah they're both losers. They both That's take elves all work. day.
0: Absolutely, yeah. like they 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 better each other by being with each other. That's kind of the whole point. Uh, outside of the fucking stuff with Cletus, the the all the stuff. This movie is entirely either that like there's three things that happen in this movie cletus is going around doing stuff venom and eddie are are having relationship problems or venom and cletus are fighting that's kind of like it and it i'm glad that the majority of it is the venom stuff really
1: you know it's it it gives some really good uh like domestic partner advice uh
0: Mm -hmm. throw their tv out the window
1: (laughs) that's 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 a way to improve your
0: relationship that was like honestly that whole sequence i probably that's probably like Okay, no, I do have a, there is another part that's my favorite, but that's, that it's so good. They start fucking arguing with each other and bickering, and Venom starts throwing all his stuff out the window. (laughs) Because he's he's like an angry girlfriend. Venom is the girlfriend in the relationship. Yeah, for sure. And And just Tom Hardy looks so
1: haggard the entire time <laughs> like he's just such a he's just such a stressed out boy like he's just he's the like lines on his face like just literally like, so so deep like he he like venom it takes a lot out of him
0: you can tell and it's it's like it it just it just works like i keep coming back to it's it it just works like it's just fun to watch and seeing like Venom Venom in the first one this was kind of there in the first one but Venom was still mostly like he was just kind of being silly like in his own right but making him into a bitchy like needy girlfriend in this movie is a lot (laughs) funnier I think it it really amps it up because it it starts with that with him throwing his stuff out the window and complaining that Eddie doesn't appreciate him because Eddie's complaining that like Venom just wants to eat people because he needs to to survive, and he's like he doesn't like that he has to live off of chickens and chocolate, and Eddie just wants to now that he's like got money again to live. (laughs) Yeah, chickens and chickens and chocolate. Oh God, that's so gross to think about. They um, they they go through they go through uh the the motions, uh, throwing insults at each other and. Venom really upsets him by telling him that he's only where he's at because of him, which is true. Uh, And they, uh, they end up breaking up in the, after their little, their, their fight in the, in the apartment where Venom, which I thought was as far as like the action air quotes, like it, it was really funny to see the Venom, like, like Venom pull himself out and then drag Eddie's body around and slam him into shit. Because he doesn't have control of himself. That was that was really yes. good. The whole slapstick sequence was very funny.
1: Like it, it was very it was very CGI heavy, but it was it was composed in a way where the 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 physics worked of the way that yeah. Venom would stick him, like would would um expand his his body into whatever space and then use the 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 physics of that to like move him around the apartment.
0: Yeah, and like in, so, it
1: was like you you, you always love when like the and in, in action scene, even done in like a ridiculous slapstick way, is actually like it it makes sense for for, yeah. for the eye. And and it feels actually, tangible. You can actually track where the characters are going. Yeah, it feels exactly, t- exactly. Yeah,
0: like uh, there was a point where he gets dragged across the floor and then his head slams into like the fridge door, and like I I can't think genuinely. And there's no action sequence in any of these movies anymore that feels like something's actually like. If, if I were to, like, get rid of the CGI, there would still be a bunch of stuff getting slammed around on a set, mm-hmm. you know? I don't see yeah. that anymore. And it's it's good. It's nice. A lot of it feels that way in this movie. Um, save for the final fight where they're just big, big goo monsters going at each other. Um, so then they they have their fight. They break up. And Venom leaves Eddie at this point. Dives out the window. latches onto somebody. Flicks him off. It's very cute. and he, and, he, and he runs off. At this point, Eddie, and then we—it
1: just no—he he like rides away on a bike there. Yeah, he grabs some think, chick that's on a bike. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then just pedals away. <laughs> so cute.
0: Um, they they have their split, and then from there, the movie very much goes back and forth between um, Eddie and Cletus. At this point, once once he once they split up, we cut back to uh, to Cletus who's. By this point, he he's broken out. He's gotten carnage and he's broken out. Because earlier in the movie, we see what brings Eddie back to relevance is interviewing Cletus Cassidy and then betraying him, kind of. Because he goes to meet him. Cletus asks him to like print a um like a message in his in his in his report. And then if he does that, he'll give him his life story that everybody wants to read about because everybody loves serial killers. But instead, as he's leaving, venom points out a bunch which a, a bunch of like scrawl marks on cletus's cell wall that leads them to all the bodies that he hid which i love how stupid that is the whole setup of that scene is very dumb why there's it's a room with a bunch of, it's a square room with a bunch of cells against the walls and then in the middle of the room is just a, a cell with bars why is cletus in there is this a special interviewing the prisoner cell who cares because it's only there for like five minutes it's just i love how little time this movie has to give a shit about itself and then they and,
1: go back venom does like all, venom does like all the work too like he yeah no no that, looks up that's up what exact, causes them to break uh, up
0: yeah he, he 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 look he points out the clues he takes eddie home he shows him the clues Eddie doesn't get it because he's a himbo. He and then he just takes him there and they find the bodies and that makes Eddie famous and that pisses off Cletus because now he doesn't get what he wanted. Um and he gets this is he gets because they found the bodies, the governor of California San Francisco in California. Yes. Yeah. And had just <laughs> apparently decides to reinstate the death penalty specifically for oh, Tony yeah. What the fuck was that? Like, it was <laughs>
1: Uh, in this in this universe, the the recall election against Newsom was successful.
0: <laughs> Whatever deranged fucking governor, no fucking Caitlyn Jenner uh, decided to to reinstate yes, the death yes, penalty Yes, yes, Caitlyn Jenner
1: is the governor of California in this that's, universe. That's absolutely. the canon.
0: That it's is so That is canon. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird, but they again they just kind of go with it like you're just expected to just go with it eddie finds the bodies the police are upset because they're embarrassed cletus is upset and now the governor's like oh they found him so like we know he did it now even though he's been in prison so we know he did it okay uh kill him then which uh leads to another interview between him and brock where he bites him and gets the symbiote which is very silly but not any less silly than the comic books in the comics, Eddie had already been a like a villain for a while, and he was a, he was a, Cletus's cellmate in the comics. When yeah. Venom comes to break him out, and Venom asexually reproduces unknowingly, and that offspring attaches to Cletus, and and he that's, gets it
1: through like drinking the blo- like like licking yeah in this blood case off he, of his hand yeah yeah
0: he bites Eddie and tastes his blood. And he gets some like on his lip and he and he points out like that's not blood. I've tasted blood before. Ooh, I'm a cookie serial killer, but that's not blood. And then he wipes oh, it off his face and it like comes to life. And he's like, huh. And he just licks it. And now he's carnage or he now he's he in the bugs. Yeah, he ate the bugs. He's he, living he, in the he was living in the, the pod. <laughs> he figured he might as well lean in eat the bugs. And when they go to execute him is when carnage comes to life and saves him from the lethal injection and he proceeds to murder all the families of the victims he killed (laughs) because they all came to watch like it was like
1: like a like a private public execution
0: and like Like, it was supposed to be like a
1: thing what the fuck that's what i
0: it is it because like they the the newscast or whatever that was playing over the footage like when the movie was showing him being executed we it played audio of like a newscast talking about it and the newscaster was like yeah we hope this brings closure to the families as you see the families staring into the cell that where he's going to be executed which was fucked up that shit was dark yeah people do that and they were
1: they were all like crying in there and that's
0: not even like now that i I think about it that's not the first movie i've seen that happen in like people going well, I mean, to watch they've,
1: they've had pu- like they've had public executions like in history through far back as like we can track but like yeah i and they've definitely they, they've they definitely had like public lethal injections for sure but like a, a private viewing for like all of these serial killer victim families like that yeah, <laughs> i i love i love that touch it's so like <laughs> it, it's so it's so twisted it's so dark but and it's like it's so ridiculous like the whole th- like it's it's played so
0: well yeah and it, but it's like it's like normal like you you don't have time to ask this is stuff that i'm thinking about because i'm going over it after the fact but you don't have yeah. time to think about it like i just didn't even i was like yeah okay it makes sense sure it's they're all here to watch okay but then they die like you don't you don't to think about it they're all dead cletus breaks out he does <laughs> he does when cletus when carnage is breaking out of the prison he turns into a tornado which was the most ridiculous thing i think i've ever seen because like he's like a monster and that whole scene is played very much for like like kind of to be kind of like horror ask because he's he's busting down the doors he comes out of the shadows he fucking like he fucking impales the guards and shit, but then he just starts spinning and makes a tornado that sucks up the fucking the warden or whatever. It's so cheesy. I love yeah, it.
1: He was, he was, he was a populist prison break leader because all the, <laughs> all the guys in the orange jumpsuits were like, yeah, let's go. Garnage. I, when he
0: stopped and looked at them, I thought he was going to kill them. Like the mm. dude was starting to cheer for him and he was like, and then he didn't. I was like, oh, okay. I'm glad at least they did. He 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 just moves. It's all just nothing lingers for more than like a few seconds, which net which makes things like that stand out to me. Like I think when I think of that whole scene, the thing that sticks to me is a tornado because it's just so silly. Yeah. Um, but then so he moves from the prison break. That's when we get the whole I kind of went through it out of order because I got I'm just so obsessed with Gabe Venom. Um, from the prison break we see the breakup and then we go back to Cletus trying to find um, Shriek uh, when he, he speaks to Carnage and makes a deal that because uh, Carnage has to kill Venom apparently Carnage just says that he has to kill his disgusting dad who he hates and Cletus is like okay but you have to help me break out my girlfriend and they agree and they drive off to go save her uh, they break into the orphanage they like do they burn it down? I remember them like yeah. ruining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. then they, they like
1: they they they, they have the, whole the, the shot of them walking away with it burning in the background.
0: Yeah, yeah. That whole that horse sort of thing. He goes there, he fucks it all up, he finds out where she is, he goes to he gets to Ravencroft, um, which is the asylum place after fucking up the orphanage, busts her out, immediately kills the scientist lady who, again, they make her seem so important. She's in the trailer. She gets focused on a bunch. She's, like, twisted because she's, like, fucking with Shriek. And every time something happens to Cletus in the news, she goes and tells Shriek. Like, earlier in the movie, she's like, hey, by the way, they're executing your boyfriend. Hey, by the way, they're not executing him anymore. But he's never going to find you, stupid. And then he finds her. And immediately kills her. And they break out. And <laughs> they have a weird weird kiss with the with the weird tendrils all around them. What I think is interesting is that they didn't they had Carnage and Shriek like at odds with each other like the whole movie which is the opposite of Venom's whole deal because Venom's also in love with Eddie's ex because Eddie is which is like Mm -hmm. it's Carnage and Cletus don't Mm. like each other which is made evident from this point in the movie that they that they they they're only like working together because they kind of have to.
1: Yeah, because they 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 have the whole thing about not they're they're not a, a symbiotic, symbiotic it's not yeah. Right match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um and and the because Shriek's um sound weapon is damaging to mm-hmm. what, to the to the symbiote.
0: Yeah. Um, so <laughs> are when you, when are she, you saying it like, like that on purpose? What are you saying it like that on purpose?
1: Oh no no pun intended there.
0: Sim, symbiote that's not how you say it.
1: Sym what do
0: you what do you what Symbio- do you say it as? Symbiote. Oh, come on. Tomato <laughs> <laughs> <No, I, laughs> tomato. I point gonna, that out. I'm going
1: to I'm going to say it how I say it.
0: <laughs> Cuz when the first movie came out they put out a trailer where the people say symbiote. And everybody made fun of it so much that they went back and redubbed the whole movie so that oh, anytime so- it's said it said as symbiote instead of symbiote.
1: I'm- so I'm I'm just referring to the OG cut there, um, yeah.
0: <laughs> the original director's vision, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> the grift cut.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, put it put it on a shirt, and there's your grift cut. So after that that breakout, that's when we get the best scene in the whole movie, which is Venom on his own without Eddie going to the gay nightclub
1: best scene in the fucking movie easily
0: the best scene in the whole movie so good
1: and (laughs) like one one thing that i really enjoyed about this was it it like the first one but even more so it felt like it felt like an early 2000s movie but because like the 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 message of the club scene was just a a general mission of oh just be who you are like it 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 doesn't matter like it yeah it, it was it was both like a good message without trying to shove it down your throat but but also just being just so funny
0: like (laughs) (laughs) it's so telling because it doesn't take itself seriously it knows that the whole premise is is stupid venom shows up to the place and he goes into like full revealed symbiote mode or whatever and everybody just thinks he's in a costume and the, and so he just kind of gets to vibe like that. And everybody loves his costume. And they're like, Oh my God, you look so sick. And he, t- he, takes his selfie with them and he looks so happy. He's got glow of, sticks all over, like, yeah. like, like, like the hoops. The hoop He's covered sticks, in like, like, all like all 30 of those things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They
1: decked him out. <laughs> he, um, he,
0: he mingles with the, with the club guests. And then he goes on stage um, with, oh, what was her name? The. The chick that was on stage, she she has a song in the end credits that they only put in there because the song is called Venom.
1: Venom, Venom.
0: <laughs> I'm so disappointed that the second song wasn't more of that. Uh, it it,
1: it <laughs> you know, did it, been... it, it it did have the 911 meme line with the plane crashes. But... <laughs> <sound> of- <laughs> yeah.
0: But oh it didn't have venom, God. Venom. venom. It's, it's not as catchy. I was really hoping that the second one would just be him going, Carnage, Carnage, <laughs> fucking carnage! <Here> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> carnage. Carnage, Carnage. <laughs> because he he tweeted Eminem fucking tweeted about it a few days before the movie launch. Like, yeah, I got another song coming. I was like, yes, <laughs> yes. But I think he I think he like got his feelings hurt. Cause like the song doesn't even reference the characters. The first one has a whole verse about Eddie Brock and the symbiote and shit, and this one doesn't do that. It's just a very generic. It's like very much the opposite of the movies. The first one was mid, the second one was great, and it's backwards with the Eminem songs.
1: Yeah,
0: um, but switch, no, they this...
1: switch the Eminem songs.
0: <laughs> this chick that's in the that's in the scene, she has a song called Venom that's in the end credit scene. I don't know who she is, Maybe. and I feel bad, but she's she's like a rapper, I think. But he goes on stage. He jo- he steals the mic from her, and he comes out as gay. He tells everybody that he doesn't need Eddie anymore, and he literally says, "This is my. I am coming out of the Eddie closet." And he- yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> and then he drops the mic and leaves. And then when he steps outside, he's sad, and he says he wishes Eddie could have been there. <laughs> and he sits down <laughs> to be sad because he misses his boyfriend. It's so. ridiculous ridiculous but it's so good it really like captures everything about this movie that makes it work it's
1: it's funny and it's got heart like yeah
0: like i genuinely i genuinely felt for the alien goo that he was sad that his boyfriend wasn't there um he goes he moves from there to he's he's because he's like dying none of the hosts that he's in can last because he doesn't have uh symbiosis with them like eddie which was something they set up in the first one he just um,
1: kills people across the city yeah. just yeah, like they
0: die he's like body eating their organs like, from the inside <laughs> from inside out yeah because he's not he's not a good guy he doesn't care which is nice i'm glad they didn't really waste like he kills like five people at least in the night oh go, he was an, absolutely an
1: unrepentant asshole the yeah. entire movie
0: like, <laughs> which is great um how it he, should be the only person he 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 gets along with are the are the main characters uh, and Mrs Chen who I love she's such a sweetheart
1: oh she rocks
0: and he he that's who he goes to in his time of need because by this point in the movie when he's after he leaves the club he's like starting to get sick he's starting to like die because he hasn't eaten and he crawls over to Mrs Chen's place and she like saves him she takes him into herself by this point Eddie's been taken by the police uh, and he's being like interviewed and like they're trying to figure out what the deal is with Cletus because the detective kind of knows that he's that he's Venom or that he that something's weird because bodies keep showing up around him and he like tries to interrogate him but he he doesn't know because now he's alone he calls on his ex from the first movie to come like be his lawyer because that's what she is when she gets she gets there he he sends her off to go to go pick up Venom which is where we get more of the bitchy girlfriend dynamic which was another one of the best scenes in the movie it was when she goes to Chen's shop because she mm. walks in and Chen knows her. She's like, Oh, what are you gonna do? Are, are you here to break his heart again? She's like, No, I'm just I'm looking for Venom. Oh, are you gonna break his heart too? <laughs> and she she pieces together that Venom's there and yells at him for leaving Eddie behind. They have a little back and forth, and Eddie call, or Venom calls Eddie a bitch, but he's convinced, and that's that's the point where they're reunited because Venom goes and pulls him out of the Out of the interrogation room and they bust off to go do Cape shit. And honestly, the the I think the dynamic between Venom and Anne is also very fun. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the towards the beginning of the movie, Eddie, like meets up with Anne again uh, to like catch up because he thinks he's there to get back together with her. Uh, when when they get the text to go meet her, I remember Venom's line was, "Oh, that is the sound of a woman who's just been <laughs> horribly dumped." Yeah. <laughs> and
1: then he just shows up to the super nice restaurant, just in like a motorcycle jacket. Oh yeah. and like, looking wrink- like wrinkled shit. tea. Yeah, just real yeah.
0: podcaster BF look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they they meet, and uh, she figured because at the end of the first movie, she thought Venom was dead. She figures out he's there, tells him to take care of Eddie, and she leaves. And then <laughs> was like, oh, I'm gonna make you cry. She's gonna love it. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they have that that little back and forth when they meet in Chen's shop too, because he uh he he basically is like, okay, fine, I'll do it for you. Because she she tells him, she hits on him. She to get Venom to go save Eddie. She's like, Oh, you're like the big sexy hero, aren't you? You're gonna be the hero. And he's like, Yeah, yeah, I am. Mm, yes, I am. <laughs> fucking, oh god, it's so funny. He, yeah, um, Venom,
1: Venom is such a compliment and like praise so junkie.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm really glad that they let him fucking like just go ham with it just absolutely be so so dumb so silly because it really they just, they, every, just let,
1: every... they just let venom be himself yeah like be, they may be, let... be whoever you want to be yeah it's a they, core they let message they let venom the they let venom come out of the closet this movie they that's did. the core message.
0: yeah <laughs> um, they uh from there okay so from the breakout the second breakout they uh that's when we kind of build up to the final the final uh fight In the movie they uh they meet in the cathedral and they kind of go back and forth uh compared to the first one action scene wise it's a lot better of a job venom venom and carnage being completely different colors makes it actually like comprehensible whereas Mm -hmm. in the first movie because venom was fighting a gray symbiote Mm -hmm. you it just looked like slop you could not tell what was going on um I thought yeah, the, the, of... the
1: contrast. Yeah, the the contrast of like um, black venom with red carnage, and then the cathedral setting. Was yeah, great. Yeah, the, it's... the way they the, the way they use the priest like yeah. <laughs> during the action scene like the pre like you'd be like don't don't oh don't don't, don't kill him and then he it's just so he good. gets fucking
0: murked he gets fu- i thought he was gonna live he fucking just ate his ass because drop fucking, a bell on him because carnage's whole thing is that he gets bigger as he eats people um that's his thing in the comics too this is taken from a storyline uh mostly from a storyline called maximum carnage where carnage ends up like the size of a fucking building at some point, um, which happens, uh, Venom or Carnage eats the dude. <laughs> Carnage is also pretty handy. He goes to eat him, and he goes, "Time for an upgrade," <laughs> or some shit, and just soars to the size of the fucking bell tower. Um,
1: Woody Harrelson is absolutely chewing scene. He's again. great. Like- he's
0: so good. Like it, he steals the scenes in and everyone that he's in. It's really good. He also plays Carnage. I'm pretty sure. Um, so he's doing like a similar. A similar back and forth with himself. Mm-hmm. Um so they 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 go at it in in your in your superhero CGI fight um kind of back and forth. Shriek is like oh, Shriek is there, but she doesn't really do much because at this point they're like fighting because well, Carnage her, doesn't her, let her scream.
1: Her yeah her powers keep fucking them up. Yeah. Like she'll so she she'll try matter. to help and it'll it'll like reduce them both back to their mm-hmm. human
0: form. Yeah. And so at that point Carnage is kind of like in an unstoppable position. Cause he's just enormous. He starts the fight like almost twice venom size. And he's got all the, cause venom just kind of is himself. Carnage has all these like weapons and shit that he can use. Yeah. Um, which is uh, that scene in the trailer, which was very funny when venom just runs, he's like, Mm-mm. nah, not, nah, I'm not dealing with that. He, uh, <laughs> they, they, he, hands uh, up the size of this bell tower and they kind of like, what does he do? He, like, bitch slaps Shriek, uh, and then that gives them, like, an opening, because Cletus and Carnage go, like, yell at each other, because he's like, don't, don't hurt my girlfriend, and he's like, shut up, she's a stupid bitch, back and forth with each other, and Venom kind of, like, gives Shriek the look, and that, <laughs> it made me bust out laughing, because I thought she was just gonna scream, but he, like, suplexes her into the bell, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> i thought oh so the joke is that he was just gonna ring the bell like he never wanted shriek to scream but then she did she screamed into the bell and then she's immediately crushed by the bell so she dies both of them get knocked off their uh, the symbiotes get knocked off them venom saves eddie from dying by catching him just before he hits the ground then they unexpectedly eat carnage and then drop their one pg-13 fuck
1: Oh, perfect use which, of 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 the one <laughs> F word. Absolutely, per PG thirteen. Like you gotta up. use it right, and they perfect execution. I think so too.
0: He picks Cletus up. Uh, Cletus begs for his life. He's like, I just wanted to be friends, kind of like a, a very Batman Joker kind of thing, which is what Carnage is really supposed to be. He's supposed to be Marvel's Joker, um, <laughs> and and instead, Venom just fuck this guy, eats him, drops him on the floor, and then they bail. And then the movie's over like within the next two minutes because they run, they say their goodbyes to uh, Anne and her shitty boyfriend, and then they run off and the movie kind of ends with Eddie and Venom out on a beach and Eddie relenting and saying like, okay, we can be a superhero if you want. We just got to like find a place to hide out or whatever. Um, and then the, uh, the whole what everyone in the Sony marketing department wants you to watch so much that they have not stopped talking about it. They have talked about the end credit scene more than the movie in the fucking marketing. Oh, um, so they were telegraphing this from Yeah. the beginning. Yes. Yeah. They really were. Uh you can tell that this is what Marvel gave them in exchange for Spider-Man was letting them do this. Uh mm. the they're in their sh- like little resort house or whatever cuz they're not really on a resort they're like hiding on some island. And the place is shitty, it's run down, it's beaten up. And you see they're talking to each other as a television novella plays that kind of references their own relationship troubles, really ending the movie on on that dynamic. Venom's commenting on how she's like, like the character in the novella is like keeping secrets or something. Mm. And uh, so he's like, what are you keeping secrets from me? (laughs) And (laughs) he says, uh, he says that he has a hive mind with a bunch of, with all the symbiotes across space and across universes. And he's going to show, and they sh- he shows Eddie, the room shakes, it goes wacky. And then suddenly they're in a much cleaner, nicer looking uh, resort room. And on the TV is the scene from the end of the last Spider-Man where they reveal his identity and they show Tom Holland's face and Venom recognizes him, which is like, it's implied that because he's like a multiversal hive mind that any Venom ever to exist, like including in the comics, shares his, his memories. So he knows that he's supposed to hate Spider-Man or something. Mm -hmm. It's vague enough. It felt very lazy, but very appropriate for what this movie is and how unseriously it, it acts like it's just enough to get him to meet Tom Holland and sell that and get you to see another movie with him in it. Yeah. And Um, like,
1: I mean, he's, he's obviously like the, the, the Venom character, you can tell like he's supposed to be like an anti-hero, but yeah, he's, he's, he's been the hero of, of both these movies. So then like, if he were to be thrown into the um, Tom Holland, um, Spider-Man universe, like, like would I, I, it's hard to hit see like Venom being the straight villain of that. It It would probably like, it would probably be one of those like, Oh, they're fighting at the beginning, but then they have to team up to, to defeat the greater evil
0: oh yeah for sure there's they're skipping the whole like i think how they would do it is like if spider-man and venom meet they'll be like "Venom's like i'm a superhero and spider-man would just be like but you eat people that's bad and then they'll fight and then they'll have to deal with something else because everybody wants tom to get the symbiote and do the iconic kind of black suit thing but I don't know if they'll even have time to do that. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's a bunch of nonsense that I desperately care about because I love the character so much. But Tom Tom Holland doing the uh, like Raimi dance bar scene. I hope so. That fucking god. I want I want them to do that so bad. I really want them to. The rumor is that um, Venom's gonna be in the next Spider Man in some capacity. I don't think he's gonna be in it majorly, but because I think he's they gonna be in like an too. end credit scene or something. Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure he is. <laughs> and because um, they, I think they want to do everything from top to bottom with the two characters, so they're probably gonna just shove them into a side movie with each other. Um, mm-hmm. But it's it's the, you know that that you bring it up. The United scene was like expertly choreographed and took like three weeks of filming, really to do. Yeah, the whole dance bar scene where fucking toby's and fucking emo yeah it was like one of the most intensive parts of the entire film to make which is absolutely hilarious but i love it
1: he had to practice those moves get them right
0: (laughs) that's uh that's how the movie ends with a tease for a different movie which is you know fitting for superheroes of course but it's it's i just find it really funny how much sony wants that to be the focus A few, like, they showed it early uh, to people in, like, the UK. And the one thing they were saying was, like, hey, don't talk about the end credit scene, everyone. And everyone loved the end credit scene in this movie. So, like, everybody knew it was going to be some shit like this. Because they. it seems like they don't really care, which is kind of good, because that's kind of what led to this movie being as it is. Like, they just kind of told, like, Andy Serkis, you know how to make movies with lots of CGI characters. You do it do whatever you want as long as you put spider-man in at the end and they're like okay they just kind of don't care about their movies which which is really funny
1: i mean also i mean he he was a good choice because you know he's famously known as like the mocap guy and no for sure and you could see that um expertise in the scenes with um with eddie and venom which like i was it's like it's like that sort of mocap ventriloquist show
0: yeah. yeah. So it's
1: it, they both like didn't care and like chose someone who like would be the perfect fit for it.
0: No. Yeah. It 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 worked. It worked wonders. The like we said before, the all the scene that especially that entire scene in the apartment really felt it really lended itself to to being enjoyable to watch. It wasn't just about their arguing it. You had something nice to look at, which was good. In the first movie, it was you were kind of like coasting by on their dialogue with each other but nothing else was really kind of interesting visually. This movie had a lot more going for it in that department. Um so final thoughts I'm going to uh as as we have a a, re- a resident uh two resident gigolos uh yes. <laughs> me the the creator the the creator of the term the number one fan of Grift's very own garbage in garbage out podcast I will be stealing their movie rating system cuz this This show isn't really about like reviewing media. It's more so just going over a lot of the things that tie to the character and all that stuff. But this is being, being that this is like a, this is probably as unrelated to Spider Man as I can get. Uh, I feel it's kind of fitting to give it a little rating. And I'm going to use your, y'all's garbage can rating system. That's how we're going to rate it. Uh, More garbage cans is bad, everyone, for those who, somehow aren't fans of the esteemed GIGO podcast.
1: Well, you're, you're, you're taking the, the 1.0 version because the one we use now is just a binary trash or not. Yeah. So, the, so now that it's been retired from GIGO, it's, it's free to use. So Exactly.
0: Yeah. No, 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 in,
1: no intellectual property violations here.
0: The, yeah, there we go. Now that they just do trash or not, we do garbage cans here. So tell me, give it, give it a garbage can rating. Give it the whole the old GIGO uh- seal um
1: out. so we're 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 doing five as the yeah how many yeah um i'd say i'd say like one and a half garbage cans yeah I that's mean, fair yeah because it's um you know it's it's cape shit it's but it's not like breaking any boundaries it's it, it, it like but it was it was really enjoyable and it was you, know, you just go to this have a good time it's a it's a throwback to when like obviously there's like the, the whole universe uh, like cinematic universe building but you mm-hmm. gotta you gotta accept that at this point point. and yeah mo- most of it was actually focused on not setting up other uh, movies but just having a good time while you're there so that's that's always appreciated.
0: yeah it's it's great. it works out that um that the the tie-in is so little because they were being because they were using this as an excuse to get the character into the MCU they weren't really setting up their own thing. At the end of the movie, they set up the cop getting powers um, because in the comics, he also gets a symbiote. But that's kind of the most they do. The directors, Andy Serkis was talking at some point that he was like, yeah, we set it up so we have stuff to do for Venom 3 and we have stuff to do in the MCU. So we're like, good either way. And that served a lot because then they didn't have to waste time doing that. We just got a good, solid movie that did not linger, did not waste its time and it was fun. I'd very much agree with the one and a half. The one and a half uh hinging on the kind of standards of cape shit at this point but it was good it was fun um so before we close out please tell us what plugs do plugs what have you got to plug i know you've got some oh hell, plug in.
1: hell yeah i mean as always griff shop griff.shop um we just dropped the first screen printed shirt ever um by our good friend Stan haynes um the they my drop shipping supplier censored the Dorner shirt, so we brought it back. You uh, did. and those those are now live. So, so go, go check that out. Uh free shipping, always good. Um, yeah, respect the grift.
0: Absolutely. I still can't believe I remember I was so, I was about to buy one too, right when they censored it. What a shame. But yes, the Dorner shirts, the respect troop shirts are back on the shop, screen printed by the great Stain Haynes at 718 TV. And is it seven eighteen or is it seven one eight? How am I supposed to? Seven one eight. Seven one eight. I'll say seven eighteen. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> of course, I I would be remiss if I didn't also plug my own stuff. Um, aside from the show, which you'll be able to find uh, wherever you get your podcasts, um, you can also go to the shop and see my still running collaborations. We've got the original promoter shirt, which I'm wearing right now, and. Uh, an excellent design by a wonderful artist named Shona. and also the charity run that is still going and still active. You can get uh, from the Gusano collection all the Cuba merch that's going to uh, help get uh, the COVID response in Cuba really going because they're short on medical supplies and syringes and stuff. Oh
1: yeah, I I, I did a bit of a site uh, redesign recently, so if yeah, you go to it looks if you. Sick. Thank you. It is so. If you go to collections, uh, the Gusano ones right there, and then you can find the promoter shirt in 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 the classic tees uh, section there. For Absolutely
0: the sick. Glad it really does look fucking awesome. It's a oh, great you. redesign, top to bottom. It looks good. All of you are getting all of you are getting the the prime version of the shop now. You're really seeing it as it as it hits its stride. Um,
1: I've been I've been fucking grinding.
0: Like oh yeah, like
1: uh I, I was at the um Justin Wang um uh metal show uh l- last night and and this was like <laughs> t- telling the or uh, oh, fucking name docs but yeah stained Stain was uh talking just to someone to be like this this guy is the hardest working grifter in the business and I'm like damn uh I'll I'll take it
0: <laughs> yeah they, he's respecting the grift that's what it's about we're all about it that's that's the grift quest so of course always happy yeah. to plug oh, the thank shop you so much
1: yeah glad to no, i mean so glad to have you on, on the first one yeah coming on for an inaugural episode or something is always an honor so of course
0: you. it's an honor to have you thank you for coming griff.shop as always i'm probably going to end every episode like that because that's also my job and uh yes this is this is a workplace as i will remind
1: you <laughs> on occasion <laughs> Gonna, gonna, gonna complain no. to the to the my the the uh, hr department in the grip shop is called the inhumane resources department
0: no comment i will i will behave as I, this see it's take a take a cue from the movie man i'm just being myself <laughs> oh god yes anyway and I'm, and
1: I'm gonna I'm, I'm always gonna tap the sign
0: and i will always <laughs> ignore it <laughs> again it's, thank it's, you for it's coming it's a
1: great workplace folks
0: it is we have fun we have fun here we're we're a fun company you're yeah. you're a fun maybe, ceo yeah. yeah
1: and maybe one day you two can can uh, participate in in grift quest
0: mm-hmm. it's
1: at like uh it, there, there's a there's a small small but committed user base right now but i expect i expect great growth and many many applications to uh come <laughs> in it's gonna in, be, in be flooding your doors
0: <laughs> all right well thanks for coming thank you uh everyone for listening and we will see you in the or I will see you with whoever else I can drag on here